Tommy. What up? Is this a clean shammy? Welcome to Kyle and Ian's Cyclocross Podcast. Today we're talking to Dylan Zakrajic and Tommy Servetus about twinkle toes and wet chamois. A little bit of background. Yesterday was super duper wet here in Sittard in the Netherlands. And uh, we're going to talk about how the chamois got dirty and what, what the, what's going on this week. Boys, take it away. All right, so going off that background, <clears throat> uh, we uh, waited a little too long to do our laundry. We ended up riding in like a downpour for about an hour and a half. Like nasty downpour. Tommy, we are going out for, you know... An easy day, right? Day after Monday thought, after racing, yeah. And Tommy takes us out on a mud bogger. All right, I thought I found a cool route that took us through some nice Belgian or, yeah, I guess most uh, is like half Netherlands, half Germany. So I was like, we haven't been here. We'll try these roads out, and they look pretty cool on Google Maps. And then we turn, we go up this hill, pretty much twenty seconds into the ride. Okay, apparently I was doing six hundred watts, some high wattage. I didn't have a power meter on this bike. I didn't know how hard. I think I was, I was doing three upper three fifties on this hill. All right, so we get up this hill, turn into a mud field, and I was like, uh oh. I mean, it's not gonna be that long. I see like a road on my GPS, like in five hundred feet. That road actually wasn't a road. It just continued to be a mud bog, and. Everyone started getting mad at me, and I was like, oh my god, it's not my fault. I meanwhile, know. meanwhile, Kyle is wearing full Gore-Tex rain gear. I'm yeah. talking scuba gear, dry suit, not getting wet. Dude, the dry suit was perfect. I mean, I, I mean, guess. all of us were, like, suffering an hour. My shins were, like, icicles after, like, five minutes. And he's over here, oh my gosh, I'm so dry. Dude. The entire time. I got back, and I didn't have to do laundry, and my chamois were not a mess. Well, see... What we didn't realize is when you put all of your clothes in a in a wash bag and you have a washer with a small capacity and everyone puts about a chamois. If you put leg four warmers, people's wash bags full to kids. the brim with muddy kit in this little tiny washer and expect it to be clean by the morning. No bueno. Surely wrong. All right, let's just clarify. European washing machines and dryers are not the same capacity as American laundromats. These babies cook on, like, medium heat, while in America we got ourselves some Large luxury. Yeah. Nice. That's one thing that I've noticed to appreciate is home and being able to have your own washer and dryer. We were worried about melting the kits, but realistically, it doesn't get hot enough to melt the kits. Well, apparently, when apparently you have if you put too much, if you so all the all the temperatures yeah. on the dryer or the washer, whatever it is, it's all in Celsius. So we had to make sure that it was on like thirty or forty degrees Celsius, which is still like pretty hot. And so apparently, if you get it hot enough. I mean, you won't, they won't look like USA clothing anymore. It'll just be a big, um, tie-dye. T- tie-dye, basically, yeah. Which I mean, that, kinda sick. that would be pretty cool. I'd be down for some red, white, and blue tie-dye. Yeah. Um, Tommy, what was that information you were running past me? I don't know exactly where you had gotten it, about using too much soap. So, I, heard, I know from experience, you've, we've all been on rides before where there's that one guy that when it starts raining, their, their chamois just start soaping up, and they get suds everywhere. Has anybody experienced that? Oh, yeah. I think once. Yeah, so, like, if you put way too <sighs> much disgusting. soap in, 
there's not enough time for the water to get it all out, so your chamois just becomes a sponge. Yeah, and but then, think, hey, but think about this. So there's always also that one guy who always ends up with a nasty chamois, because he might not like. <laughs> is yeah. is having a suddy chamois better? Because then it's not like grimy. No, you look like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, but no, about, because I'd rather have like a. Dirty ass, you know, just like crusty chamois, but it kind of looks fine on the outside. Yeah, rather than the suds. Yeah, but like think about suds look like you have rabies coming out of your butthole. <laughs> think about having a skunk stripe in there that smells. Oh my god, dude! So <laughs> the chamois, when they get this dirty, we all know it leaves like a muddy mark right around like your yeah. butt. I was thinking when I was getting my massage after, I was like, did I thoroughly wash my butt cheeks? <laughs> Look at this Robert rubbing the dirty ass right now. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. I really hope I clean my ass clean. Alright, let's take a bit of a segue here. Let's get into the massage situation here at the oh, USA shit. Cycling House. <laughs> who's who's had the uh, most eventful massage? It's definitely Ian or you. Yeah. Me? I don't know. Uh, I feel like I've seen the lady I I did get a massage from Natalia. On the weekend uh, after after Saturday's race, which wasn't super eventful, it was just a massage. But uh, she didn't use a lot of lotion, so it was frictiony. Frictiony, frictiony is a good word. Maybe it warms up more. Yes, that's quite possible. Yesterday, when I came out the massage room, the lotion was dripping off my legs. But I also like that. Yeah, that was good. Oh, speaking of dripping off your legs, so uh, um, for for all you cyclists out there. And when you shave your legs, I don't know if you do this or not, but sometimes I put lotion on my legs to, you know, um, keep them moist. And keep them a little bit moist. Yeah, so they, they dry, dry out. Your so legs dry so out. Dry yeah. Out. Right. And so before this trip, um, of, before the European trip, I had shaved my legs so I could come here, you know, just, you know, be ready to shred. Fresh as feel, feel Feel really good about myself. I didn't do that. But the problem was, is I had some delays and airport issues. And so I ended up running from terminal to gate like If F. you hear that noise, it's Ian taking off his pants, by the way. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> so it's terminal two, gate like F, and I had to run to terminal one, gate, I think like C15. And so if you ever know what it's like running with thick sweatpants, shaved legs, and lotion, it's not very fun. Uh, let me put it in one word. <clears throat> Juicy, yeah, sweaty, yeah. sweaty, lotiony legs. Yeah, and then I had a thick sweatshirt on and a and a winter coat. I mean, this is right before a six and a half hour flight. Like, no, this was eight. It was, like, I think, an eight hour flight. Is it, is it eight? I think eight. So I was like, I was not ready for this. So I'm like running across the whole airport. I'm like, I call my mom and I'm just like talking to her, talking about, like, what I'm doing, and I'm just like, all right, I have this problem. I'm moist. Yeah, my legs are, like, dripping with sweat because I shaved my legs too early to this flight. Like, can you get more specific to a cyclist problem than that? Yeah, I can top that. When we were playing ping pong the other day, it was getting very intense, and I was getting so hot that the, like, oil from the massage on my legs was, like, Getting mixed with my sweat, and it made the slipperiest of slopes on my calves. It was like... It starts dripping down yeah, between your toes. It was like thick and creamy, and it was like... I was wearing wool socks, so my feet were super sweaty, and it was just... 
It did not feel good under khaki pants. <laughs> All right. All right. Tommy just took his jacket off, and he's got a hole in his T-shirt. Tommy, what's the deal there? This hole goes back a couple weeks to the uh, USA Cycling Camp in uh, Bentonville, Arkansas. And we, uh, I think one of the later, later days of the camp, we went to a rock gym. And they had like a climbing gym. Yeah, they had a, they had this little cool. I think it was for kids because it was honestly in like the yeah, kids. Yeah, it was little, in the kids section. Little baby section seems to be like a warm up for something. These like towers, and each tower got like successively higher, and they kind of went up in a circle. And by the end, you were probably like two stories high on like a little, like one foot by one foot square. And we thought it'd be a good idea to race up this. The tallest one was probably 25 feet tall. Like, yeah. I mean, it's up there. It was, it was up there. You definitely, like, when you step onto it and look down, you're a, little, you're a little shaky. But we thought it'd be a good idea to race. And it's got, like, a little auto belay system. And, I mean, that thing works good if you walk up it. But if you start running up it to get the fastest time, which is from ground all the way up, jump back down and come back and hit both your feet on the ground. When you start trying to hit that, you got to jump before that belay catches up to you because it's got a little bit of a, a little delay. It's not as fast as you. A little lag. Yeah, it's got yeah, lag. And uh, so I get a couple rounds in. You know, I think Jared Scott had the lead. And I was like, dude, I, I got to get the lead. I run up these stairs fast. And I was like, the only way I'm getting this is if I just full send jump at the top before the rope has like successfully like got sucked back in and I have the proper amount of like slack to, you know, fall down safely. So I just, I was like, how can I like slow my fall down just a little bit? Maybe I'll just grab the freaking rope. So I jump, <laughs> grab the rope. I don't even feel it because it happened so fast. Burn the shit out of my fingers. And then halfway down, I hit one of the steps with like my thigh, roll backwards off of it. And then the thing catches me and I like softly hit the ground. And then I get up and I'm like, oh my God, my fingers hurt so bad. And then like two hours later, someone like pointed out that I had a hole in my shirt. And I was like, that makes sense. It probably got sucked into the auto belay. And so I left that place with, Four burned fingers and a hole in my shirt. And mind you, Tommy could have easily hung himself in there. Yeah, I could have easily yeah. gotten wrapped around my neck. Yeah. It was very impressive. And when he hit the pole on the way down, we all thought he was going out. It was not 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 good. But he got the fastest time, like of the gym. So the old yeah. the old bouncing bump. So I like to call that one. The old bouncing bump? Yeah, you jump off, you bounce off the thing, you bump on the ground, you burn your fingers in the mix. True. And the next day, we did some off-road riding on the cross bikes, and using burned fingers to slow you down in the rain is not fun at all. That day was a long day. Dylan had a little bounce and bump yesterday on the town bike. Oh my god. (laughs) I kind of racked myself. You want to talk about that? Oh, so we're like, if you ever get a chance to come to to the Team USA house in Stitcher, Netherlands... There's like these like really cool trails that can kind of take you into town, into downtown Stitzard. And so <clears throat> we're like going down into these trails and there's this like little log. I mean, it's, it's like probably like, it's like three inches off the yeah, ground. It's like oh, three, it's very minor. Like it's three oh, inches off the ground and it's like, it's four it's inches. It's a big stick. It's like, yeah, it's like, it's, it's like four inches in like, 
Chain. Like, and thick. It's like four inches thick. It's, so it's like you know, super small, very doable. Uh, and we were on these little, we were on these townies. Um, they're not fixies, so like, we could still like coast and stuff. But it only has a front brake. So we're going through these trails and they're, they're very slick. And so I was kind of going through, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm doing fine. Get over to the stick, pop my front wheel over. I was like, all right, I just need to pump up my back. So I like pop it up, but my back wheel catches onto the stick and it has standard pedals. So my feet slide flat off pedals. Yeah. Flat pedals. So they slide off the pedals. My, the, the cranks, the, um, with the pedals, they spin around, smack my shin, and then I slide onto my top tube and rack myself, all in the mix of trying not to slam into a fence. That was about three feet in front of this large stick. Yeah, so I had, like, no time, and a front, only a front brake, so, like, my front tire's, like, skidding, and, yeah, so, then I got to ride into town, racked, and... Ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Tommy actually had a had a nice... Uh, we, so we decided to do a little start competition with Fixies. Hold on, let Tommy and, uh, tell us. Yeah, Tommy, I mean, Tommy, Tommy, Tommy we, Actually, how come I... Why don't I get to tell the story since I was from behind and saw that, the entire That is thing. true. Uh, we were doing starts in Sittard and uh, down, downtown. And uh, this is the story of Tommy blowing it out. So, uh, we, so a little bit before this, we had actually stopped for coffee... And so we were all relaxed, but then we had a great idea to do a cycle cross start. And yeah, let Ian. like mid, so we're midtown, like we're downtown amongst people. And I had fortunately and unfortunately had the biggest gear of everyone. <laughs> the, the townie with the hardest gear. I'm talking kickstart, like scooter to go off the line. So. We go three, two, one, and then we take off. Um, Tommy puts down at most 150 watts and instantly <laughs> blows the chain right off the front chain ring due to a small bend in it. But at that time, he was going probably 15 miles an hour, flies up onto the handlebars and stem, is kicking down the road, flying side <laughs> to side, bouncing off the gutters, weaving through people and almost dies it was one of the more impressive things i'd ever seen if i do say so myself and i get to see it all from behind i i think tommy's new name should be uh twinkle toes and that's where that's where the twinkle toes that's where the twinkle from. toes came in and as uh tommy was bouncing off the ground flashing his toes trying not to die uh yeah i had a pretty sucky start so i kind of <laughs> i kind of was in the pain cave a little bit right there so i was just kind of watching it from behind and was enjoying the moment. Yeah. I guess I'm Twinkle Toes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and that is the end of this podcast. All right, and that was talking to Dylan Zakrychik and Tommy Cervetas about dirty chamois, torn shirts, and Twinkle Toes, apparently. Um, yeah, this is our first podcast, so I hope you give it a follow and come back next week for more. Like and subscribe.